We'll lead, you follow. We're on Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Radio. Time for our regular feature in Cycling Now and its podcast on Monday. It happens every Sunday at half past five in the evening. Good evening to you, Maylene Painter, Cycling South Africa PR Communications Officer. Good chatting to you again. Hi, John. How, how are you doing? Okay, man. Normally, the Tour de France is finished now. They're riding slowly today. It's not right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I've, I've just realized as well. Still, still a kilometer to go, so it's going to probably interrupt us <laughs> uh, during our chat. Okay, let's move on. The, the team was announced at last. You could finally tell us <laughs> that Andy Kakorov <laughs> and Ashley moorman Pasio will be riding for South Africa. Yes, thank goodness. We, we couldn't hold it in anymore, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we didn't have to wait so uh, uh, any longer, Thursday, Sascock announced the team, and uh, as uh, everyone might be aware, we, we weren't at liberty to announce any of the names before Sascock did, so now it's all in the public space, and uh, yeah, we'd like to congratulate uh, our, our athletes that have been uh, announced. Uh, as we know, Daryl MP and Louis Mankis were announced in May already for the initial squad that uh, Sascock announced for Team South Africa, and uh, of course in the road race, men's race, Daryl MP and Louis Mankis have been uh, selected for the road races, and Ashley Muman Passio for the road race and calm trial, and Andy Kachelhofer for the road race. Uh, in the mountain biking, we've got James Reed and Alan Hatherley, and in the BMX, we've got Carl Dodd. And then our supporting team, our cycling code manager is Brett Coates. He'll be attending. Douglas Ryder will be attending as the road manager. Hmm. Carl Passio, road coach. Larry Blen is the road mechanic. Jean-Pierre Jacobs is the mountain bike mechanic, and Jonathan Chislett is the BMX manager and coach. So congrats to, to the team. We're part of our success. Some big names uh, behind the scenes. Douglas Ryder's involved Tour de France. Gary Blim's the Sky, yes. t- uh, mani- uh, the sky mechanic as well. So we, we certainly have some international names in cycling now. No, absolutely, and we're extremely confident in the team that we've selected, and uh, we're sending our best to Rio, and we're, we're confident of that, and... Uh, looking very forward to um, seeing the action, seeing the racing unfold. Um, I think there are some medal opportunities there as well, for sure. And, uh, yeah, bring on the racing now. You haven't got long to go. The announcement has come uh, fairly late. I mean, fairly close to the start of the of the Rio Olympics. It starts early August, and uh, particularly the road cycling races. And, yeah, not long to go now, and really, really exciting times. <laughs> The thing I don't understand, and hopefully you can answer it, is why our national champion is not going? Why is Yaku Fenta not representing South Africa? It's all, it's all to do with selection criteria. And uh, it, it doesn't matter if you're a, a national champion or not. A, a championship race is a one-off race that takes place every year. And uh, it's, it's not, not a combination of uh, points and things like that, that that are factored in when it comes to selection criteria. So Cycling uh, South Africa has set a selection criteria which is specific for each cycling discipline as well. And they really put that uh, to, to task when they're selecting the riders that they feel will be best suited to the, the, the races. It also depends, particularly on the road uh, side, the type of track that's going to suit a particular rider as well. Mm-hmm. So we also factor that in, particularly when it comes to, to road cycling, where it could be a hilly course or it could be a relatively flat course or whatever the factors are that we try and look at who is going to best uh, suit the course as well. And, and this is a really long and it's a really tough one as well. They put a lot of mountains and hills mm. in the way in this one, haven't they? 
No, absolutely, and we feel that uh, in this particular instance as well, that Daryl and Louis are, are the best men for the job. Okay, let's move on. Uh, mountain biking, they say mountain bike champs, what's happened? Yeah, SA Mountain Bike Champs that happened at Cascades uh, this weekend, uh, which is uh, well-known in South Africa and over around the world as a world championship venue. It's also hosted quite a few World Cups as well. And it really shone in all its glory this weekend with two very different racetracks on, on offer for the cross-country and downhill. Cross-country was referred to as the best variation of the track that the riders had ever done before. Um, and in the women's race, the pro elite race, the Western Cape's Mariska Strauss, put in a very dominant performance and uh, comfortably claimed the Pro Elite Women's category. Uh, she had a cushion of seven and a half minutes to second-place rider and teammate Cherie Redeker, and called the Pro Mountain Bike team's Hayley Smith rounded out the podium there. The Elite Men's Race followed and uh, offered some of the most electrifying races I think I've ever seen uh, in many, many years. Defending champion team Spurs James Reed fought back a 45-second deficit behind Scott LCB's Philip Bates to claw his way back and take the elite men's victory in a time of 1 hour, 32 minutes and 56 seconds, which was 14 seconds ahead of Bates at the end. Bates, he went out full guns blazing. He absolutely took the race to the guys and they all had to, to really dig deep and, and fight back and uh, James Reed was the victor on the day. The third rider to cross the line was uh, Bates' teammate, Fred Haynes. And in the under-23 race, which was held separately to the elite, Julian Jessup won the national title there. Today was a downhill race, which saw two Western Cape riders take first and second place on what both have been referred to as one of the most technically challenging tracks that they've ever ridden so far this season. And that's quite a statement coming from two riders who have both been spending quite a bit of time this year in Europe, campaigning in Europe. And uh, they said it was extremely steep, very dry and loose. But nonetheless, it obviously seemed to suit them. And uh, Stefan Garlicki, who was also the defending champion, he's claimed a second consecutive national championship title, while Johan Portfitter Port- finished second. And up-and-coming local rider Jonathan Philogene, he claimed third place. And interestingly enough, John, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but the course designer of the Cascades track uh, for the national championships was Nick Flores. And he's actually the cross-country course designer for the Rio Olympic Games. Oh. So we, we congratulate Nick as well on setting two superb tracks, and we'd love to see what he has uh, given to the guys for can't, the cross-country race. Can't wait to see. Now, we've got some medals and awards at the Paris Cycling Events, the Road World Cup that happened in the Basque Country in Spain. Yeah, they've been doing absolutely well. They've actually come out of there with six gold medals and one bronze medal, sure. and that's from four riders that took part in the road race and the time trial events. So going into the weekend, we heard the news that three of our four riders had claimed gold medals in the time trials, and this was the third round of the Paris Cycling Road World Cup um, series in the Basque Country. And uh, current TT H2 world champion Justine Asher and tricyclist T2 rider Gerard Fillion and H5 hand cyclist Ernst van Dijk all won their races. Um, Goldie Fuchs, who's also been doing well in the T2 races, he struggled a little bit with the technicality on the time trial course, so he finished in seventh place. But picking up where the team left off in the time trial, both, uh, well, all the riders, Justine, Ernst, and this time Goldie, all won gold medals in their road races, with Gerard Fillion winning a bronze medal in his race. So, sure, a fantastic achievement from the guys, and we're extremely proud of them. And uh, the, don't forget that the, the Paralympic team announcement from Saskok is on Tuesday.
this is another one we're uh, looking forward to announcing to see to see which parasitist we'll be sending over to Rio. I'm wondering who will be in that one. Uh, <laughs> during, and during the middle of the Olympic Games, if you haven't got enough track cycling on the telly, you'll be able to watch it live in Durban. Yeah, we've got our SA Track Grand Prix, so it's the one and two of the Grand Prix series. And this one is a UCR Class 2 event. But uh, the entries closed uh, this past week. But what we're doing is calling out to all Durban and local KZN residents to come and support some really great racing action at the track in August. Entry is free, and the action takes place at the Cyril Gagan Cycle Track, which is right near the Kings Park Rugby Stadium, which a lot of people will be familiar with. Mm. So come along and watch some fantastic racing. We're expecting the best of Africa's uh, here to, to try and scoop some UCR points. And your safety tip of the week, please, Maylene. This one is for mountain bikers, John, and it contains a disc brakes. So, and I've seen half, uh, harsh evidence of this on yeah. some Facebook pictures out there in the past. <laughs> Do not put your fingers anywhere near the brake disc rotor whilst the wheels are in motion. Ouch, uh, whether you lean, <laughs> it's a true story. Whether you lean down to remove a small twig um, from the bike while you're pedaling, if you're brave enough to even attempt that, or while your wheels are turning, like if you've got your bike clamped on a mechanics bike stand and you're checking through your gears and you see something that looks looks like it needs to be touched on your brake disc, don't touch it. I've seen people lose their fingertips doing this. That brake disc becomes a blade when it's in motion. So keep your fingers away from it. And also, um, after a descent, don't touch it either because it is blisteringly hot. I've done that. And you can burn yourself quite badly. I've done that. I thought, let's see how You've hot this Yeah, I was getting, it, was, it was ridiculous. It was the Tour of Legends, and they make you go down this most ridiculous steep hill. And it's long <laughs> yeah. as well. So I, was, I got down to the bottom of it, and I thought, geez, I wonder if the brakes really get as hot as they say they do. And oh, I, no. had, I, had, I had two little dots, blisters on my fingers from doing that. Yeah. You also get rotor burn on your on your legs. A lot of people get a sort of in the calf area and they lean their bike against their leg, and yeah, it, it ends up giving you a nice little burn tattoo there. So. Stay away <laughs> from the brake pads if you have to. Yeah, absolutely. Maylene, thanks very much for joining us, Cycling South Africa PR and Communications Officer Maylene Pinter, joining us on a Sunday. It gets podcast from Monday, and uh, you can catch it on our regular podcast website. Find it on the SAFM website as well, or go to Cycling South Africa's website, www.cyclingsa.com.